Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania at the Pennsylvania Farm Show Complex. There'll be a broad selection of nearly 1,000 American muscle cars, classics, Corvettes, hot rods. We're going to be talking with the uh, Meekum Auctions Company to find out, is the car of your dreams just one auction away? Right now, let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you, Pim Fox. We've got 29 minutes to go ahead of the close. Looking like it'll be another up week, four in a row on the S&P 500 index. Stocks trading at a record 2174 right now on the S&P, up nine, a gain there of four-tenths of one percent. And we are brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit Sector SPDRS.com. Or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. S&P 500 index poised for another record as investors show confidence that corporate earnings will not derail a rally heading toward a fifth week. We do have oil dropping to the lowest close in more than two months as the U.S. heads uh, to the end of the summer driving season with ample inventories. Crude oil, West Texas Intermediate, down 1.3%. 4417 a barrel right now on WTI. It is lower by 59 cents a barrel. Doug Ramsey is chief investment officer at Luthold Wheaton Capital. He sees room for stocks to keep moving higher. Certainly indicate that uh, new highs are likely over the next four to six months at least. And I think that the turn in the economic data is part of that. I think that's maybe what uh, the stock market's move here in the last five months has been discounting. Uh, stronger economic news and, and better earnings perhaps in the second half of the year. Right now, gold down 770 the ounce to 1323. That is a drop of six tenths of one percent. We have got the 10-year down 3.30 seconds, yield 1.56%. S&P 500 index up 9 to 21.74, a gain of 4 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 44, a gain of 2 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 5 tenths of 1%. 3.32 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. In Germany, police say they suspect terrorism in a shooting at a mall in Munich. Police have not confirmed a number, but at least several people are dead and many others wounded. A hunt is underway for multiple gunmen. Moments ago, President Obama reacted to the shooting. Uh, We don't yet know exactly what's happening there, but uh, obviously our hearts go out to those uh, who may have been injured. Uh, It's still an active situation, and Germany is one of our closest allies, uh, so we are going to pledge all the support that they may need uh, in dealing with these circumstances. Now that the Republican National Convention has wrapped up, all eyes turn to Philadelphia, where the Democratic National Convention will kick off Monday. Donald Trump says he does not plan to watch Hillary Clinton's acceptance speech. Number one, I know her too well. Number two, boring. It's boring. Very boring. Oh. 
Last night, Trump's acceptance speech was the longest since at least 1972. The Louisiana Republican Party says it vehemently opposes the Senate candidacy of former KKK leader David Duke. The state chairman calls Duke a hate-filled fraud who does not embody the values of the party. Duke is a registered Republican seeking the seat being vacated by Senator David Vitter. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Jill Schneider. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, equities are moving higher. S&P 500 index up 9 to 21.74, a gain there of four-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Bloomberg taking stock. The Lux Life. Gold. Jewels. Unclaimed properties of valuable nature. Now that you live in that great penthouse, can I be your financial advisor? It's good to be king. Damn. I thought of your eyes, and I went right out and bought them. Remember how much I wanted a big backyard with Grecian statues, S-shaped hedges, and three swimming pools? Well, I got that, too. Bloomberg Taking Stock, The Lux Life, on Bloomberg Radio. Interested in perhaps a luxury automobile or perhaps a muscle car that comes with a luxury price tag? Well, Meekum Harrisburg, rather, in 2016, it continues today through Saturday at the Pennsylvania Farm Show Complex in Harrisburg. It will feature nearly 1,000 American muscle cars, classics, as well as Corvettes, hot rods, and so on. And here to tell us more is Sam Murtaugh. He is a vice president of Meekum Auction. Sam, thanks very much for joining us. Now, I understand that uh, there's, I mean, obviously Meekum has been focused on the muscle car market for what, about three decades? Yeah, that's right. We've been in business for uh, just about, just short of 30 years now. And, you know, we've always, uh, our bread and butter, our, our foundation has been built upon the American muscle car. And that's what we've become most known for here as we continue to grow our company. All right. So now muscle cars, let's just stick with that for a second. Muscle cars from the 1960s to the 1970s, there's a, is, has that had an effect on new automobiles like the Dodge, uh, well, of course, uh, the Hellcat, the SRT Hellcat? Sure, absolutely. You know, the, 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 it's very much centered upon the nostalgia of the, of the American, the classic American muscle car, which was obviously, um, birthed in the, the mid to late 60s and through the early 70s. And, uh, so much of the excitement about around those cars was, you know, those that can look back and remember when they were 16 years old and the, and the cars they dreamt of owning or they'd go to the car lots and see them but maybe couldn't get their hands on them. Well, now those, those same 16 year olds are now, you know, all grown up and 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 many of them well to do and can can afford them, which is which is driving the marketplace and 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 folks are going back and getting their dream that they wish they would have had them when they were 16. Um, you know, the poster cars that they they would dream about, and now they can get their hands on them, and 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 it's become quite the marketplace. All right. Well, just to to give the details, for example, the the Dodge uh, Challenger SRT Hellcat. We're talking about 707 horsepower. I don't think they all have 707 <laughs> horsepower. But I, let's let's talk about some of the the cars that are up for auction. I want to I want to get your thoughts on what is estimated to be the top seller. This is the uh, 2005 Ford GT. Yeah, the 2005 Ford GT. Back in 2005 and 2006, Ford brought back. Um, you know, it was again. This is a nostalgic build. It was um, built to uh, in, uh, to commemorate the GT40 back in the uh, mid 60s, which was a full-blown race car that Ford um, campaigned. 
and uh, they brought that back. It's got a very, a very much the nostalgic styling, similar to that of the mid '60s, um, but with all the modern horsepower associated with it. And there was a very limited production um, that Ford produced in 2005 and 2006, and those cars um, have. They, were, they spent after they were new. They spent a little bit of time, you know. I would call flat. They were just became kind of used cars for for a few years, and probably in the last two, I would say two two and a half years, the the, the value of the market of those cars has really risen, probably uh, close to sixty to eighty percent from two and a half to three years ago. So, what's the estimate for this uh, two thousand five Ford GT? Uh, this car here could go from anywhere from three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars. It's a real, it's a one-owner car, meaning it's been babied by one guy since new. Uh, it's only got one thousand two hundred and fifty-nine miles on it, so it's essentially a brand new car, even though it's uh, you know over ten years old. Um, but the, again, the market is is so hot on these things. The value, the, the, the car sold new for about one hundred and sixty grand ten years ago, and now that's going to sell for anywhere between three and four hundred thousand dollars. All right, tell me about a nineteen seventy Chevrolet Chevelle, the SS uh, convertible with the the big block. Yeah, so this is sort of the you know uh, very popular uh, car back in 1970 and continues to be today. The Chevelle, you know, they produced hundreds of thousands of these cars, but the the rare ones are the ones with the big motors, uh, and everybody loves a four-speed manual transmission to really control how they drive these cars. And this one here is just just a sweet-looking blue white uh, white top with a white interior. The color combination is gorgeous, um, and it's you know it's got all the right stuff. Estimated price. Uh, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars. Okay, sold me... new for about four grand. Boy, well, yeah, right, that, that, <laughs> that'll that'll show you, show you how things have moved. Um, uh, I want to get through a couple other of these. Nineteen seventy Plymouth Hemi Roadrunner. Uh, yeah, so the Hemi Roadrunner, um, you know, competitor to the Chevelle back in in, in that time in that era. Um, this is you know the the biggest the biggest horsepower you could get back then, four hundred and twenty-five horsepower. You know, about half of what that Hellcat's putting out these days. Uh, but at the time, you know, that was the the, the king of the king of the muscle cars, but the the 426 Hemi, in which you know the Hemi moniker is what Dodge has really been hanging their hats on in, in the newer the newer cars with the uh, the Challengers and Chargers of today. Um, you know, again, going back to that nostalgia and bringing that back, and, and and you know, really promoting that that Hemi name and that Hemi brand for Dodge. It's been real successful. It was successful then, and it's extremely successful today again. All right, I'm only going to give you about 15 seconds here. 1970 Cougar Boss 302 Eliminator. Uh, that would, would be one that they would refer to more as a, a pony car in the, in the muscle car world, but it was, a, you know, um, similar to a Camaro or a, uh, a Mustang. The Cougar that came from the Mercury brand and, you know, just another cute little muscle car. It's got a whole lot of horsepower. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, Sam uh, Murtaugh, he is the vice president of Makeham Auctions, taking place at the Pennsylvania Farm Show Complex in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll be speaking with Joe McAlinden. He is the founder and the chairman of McAlinden Research Partners and Catalpa Capital Advisors. He's going to tell us what to do with your money to make money. That's next.